0: Were you having sex at this age, at 16? Yeah. And the babysitter had sex
1: in your parents' bed? Yeah. <laughs> this is... It's so bad. But you could see why I wasn't allowed to stay home alone. <laughs> Dickie, it's your mother. No, you never call me. I mean, I wonder if your finger broke
2: Just don't tell my mother. It's your mother. 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 No, you never call me. Just don't tell my mother.
3: Where the hell are you? You are never home.
0: Hello, my family. It's Nikki Levy. Welcome back to Don't Tell My Mother. I'm so happy to be here. I'm actually recording this on my birthday. It is a good day. There's nothing I'd rather be doing than talking to you guys. We have such a fun episode today. Do you guys know the TikTok star Nikki Dubes? Well, I know her as Nicole Dubois. She is a sister to me. I have known her for years. Um, She knows where the bodies are buried, you know, and you Always need friends who know where the bodies are buried so they could call you out on your shit. Well, Nikki is a sweetheart. She is beyond talented. She acts, directs, writes, does sketch comedy, draws, animates, and she became a TikTok star beginning over this pandemic for her hilarious parodies of Hallmark ladies and Florida girls and suburban mothers. She is telling a story about all the insane lies her mother, her Boston mother, told her at a time she lied the hell back. By the way, hop on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and a review, that little algorithm, it really helps us get this podcast out to more people. And you know, what we're doing is a labor of love and we're mothers, so you know, laboring is what we do. All right, sit back, grab a martini, smoke them if you got em. we'll be back with me and Nikki Doobs
3: right after this. Just don't tell my mother. For full, important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
1: I'm so happy to see you. I know. It's been so long, Nikki. I guess you could blame a pandemic, but... Yes. I'm just, I'm so happy to be here with you in this context. I know. Not as, like, an intern at the Don't Tell My Mother show. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you were my intern at the "Don't Tell My Mother" live event for what two years more?
1: Well, and not intern.
0: Let's not say intern.
1: uh, Well, I was an intern. You had me come as an intern for the first year, and then like two years later, you were like, "Now you are a producer," and I was like, "Great!" Well, because
0: you've done you did so much. I mean, you were so crafty. Do you remember
1: some of the things you did on the
0: live show? Tell me.
1: Um, Well, I would set up these booths for people to. Like, color mustaches and make, like, birthday cards and stuff like that. What about the... Did you do the vajazzling? Oh, right. And we had those printed out pictures of vaginas. vaginas And we had people decorate them. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, you were excellent at that job. But you have since graduated. And Nick, you're a freaking TikTok star, dude.
1: Isn't that crazy? Isn't that weird? (laughs) I mean, is it... You tell me. Is it weird? Yeah. I mean... It's awesome. It's, it's great. I mean, you know, more than anyone, how long I've been trying to get some footing in the entertainment industry and just yes. in my acting career and all that. And so yes. TikTok has been incredible um, for the acting career and just for life and exposure. And it's awesome. An outlet for the comedy.
0: So you have like, I don't know, what, are, what do you have? Like 800,000? followers. I think you have almost 50 million views, right? Something like that. Likes. Likes. likes, Yeah. Likes. Okay. How did this even happen? Is this the pandemic project? Tell me, tell me, tell me the thing.
1: It wasn't necessarily a pandemic project, but then the pandemic gave me so much time to focus on it. Okay. So I, I think I posted my first TikTok three weeks before the shutdown. Okay. Um, when everyone was just talking about how there could be a virus coming around. And then...
0: And no one thought it was going to be real. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be real. Like, I yeah, think it was no. going to be I mean, I posted my forever. first
1: TikTok on a ski trip in Big Bear with, like, 20 people. And then three weeks later, I, I cannot believe I didn't get COVID.
0: <laughs> wow, I can't either. And then at the lockdown, what? You just... You, you had a lot more time because everything like, stood still.
1: I mean, like, everything shut down. And I had nothing to do and I was making three to five TikToks a day. Dude, and
0: then for people who who don't know, by the way, your TikToks are like amazing comedy bits and sketches that you write, you perform, you edit yourself. And one that went super viral is an invitation you do of every lead girl in every Hallmark movie ever. Yeah. Can you do
1: one? Yeah. Um <laughs> the most the most famous line is she's like, Hi! Jeffrey, from small town high school, you're not sad anymore.
0: Yeah, dude, I love that one. And by the way, did you hear that Hallmark is now starting to do gay movies? Like, gay Christmas movies.
1: Yeah, my grandma's pissed. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know
0: what a Hallmark movie is going to look like trying to be not a Hallmark movie.
1: Right, because part of me is just so sure they're going to get it wrong. Like, they're not going to be maybe (sighs) up to date
0: yeah, it's gonna be like ten years. How we You're right. It's gonna be like, yeah, it's gonna be like, oh, like what's her name? Um,
1: it's they. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's gonna be like I'm going to the doctor. What's his name? It's a she. <gasps> it's gonna be I'm like so I had no idea. Maybe <laughs> next time you should think about the fact that women can be doctors. <laughs> it's
0: be You're right, Thomas.
1: Oh women my God, Nikki, can because like, they could be anything I feel like this just opened up a whole new world for me for my Hallmark parodies speaking of parodies there's a character you do
0: that's probably my favorite character of yours for obvious reasons it's a suburban mom oh. <laughs> I'm gonna play something okay I hope you can hear it okay because I love it
1: the cleaning people are coming tomorrow the cleaning People are coming in the morning and your room is a mess. I don't want the cleaning people to think that we're dirty people. They can't clean if it's not clean. (gasps) They're here. Oh, God. This place is a mess. Hi, come on in. (laughs) I mean, it's my mom for sure. Is it? Is this your mother? (laughs)
3: Yes.
0: I've met your mother once or twice. I met your mother when you did a a comedy show, a sketch sketch show, really, at the Comedy Central stage here in L.A. Your mother is very sweet. Is this is this suburban mom character inspired by her? Really? Yeah. Really? Uh
1: Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, it's an exaggeration, but a lot of the ideas I get for the suburban mom character come directly from my mom. And now I spend a lot of time with my fiance's mom as well. So she also (laughs) (laughs) so she also inspires some. Um, but yeah, it's definitely pulled from experience.
0: You were raised in outside of Boston, right? Mm -hmm. Wellesley, Massachusetts. Wellesley. Oh, where the college is. Yeah. What was your mother like growing up? Was she strict? Was she
1: like, you know, my mom is like so crazy. Like she. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I wouldn't say she was strict, but she was strict like about things she wanted to be. But she was, my mom, I mean, she was a stay-at-home mom. And yeah. raising us was, like, her whole full-time job. It wasn't like she was, we were in every activity. We were in, like, if we needed a costume, we had the best costume. Because you know?
0: what, she made them?
1: She'd make them. Like, she, yeah. She, when I started wow. d- When I started doing dance competition, she started making costumes for the entire dance studio. And, like, when... She just, like, so, so involved and so into everything that we were doing. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, she made it all. Are you serious? Never had takeout. Organic, everything. Like, she was, like... Organic? Such...
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. So, she was ahead of the curve with organic.
1: I think so. Yeah, because I was born in 93. Yeah. yeah. We're... We never had junk food. We never... Like, she would make everything. What is wrong from... with her? No, I'm teasing. <laughs> I know. I'm teasing. No, but she was, like, just full on... Super mom, damn. And but sh- but like she's crazy also, like she, the things that she decided to be strict on were like, not normal. Like what? Like <laughs> what? <laughs> like for me, you know, because I wasn't that good at school, she just never really cared about it for me. Like, really, it was like if sh- if she does her homework, she does her homework. If she doesn't, she doesn't like anything. But then really strict about like my dance lessons. Because wow. that's what I was really into. Like, just really strict about, like, well, if you're going to do dance, you're going to be the best one at it. But then, like, didn't really care if I brought home a test that was, like, a C+. <laughs> I
0: cannot tell you how different our childhoods were then.
1: Wow. <laughs> so, I didn't know you weren't good at school. Well, I have a learning disability. And I think I was just, like, never interested I was like in my own world. I was just so interested in everything besides academics. What was your learning disability? So first of all, I have really bad eyesight. But I have this eye thing called convergence insufficiency. And it means that your eyes will work separately instead of together. So like I'll be reading one line and one eye will start reading the line underneath. So I'll be halfway through a sentence and the sentence will just change. I did a lot of therapy to make my eyes work together but it's hard for them so it takes a lot of energy (laughs) what did you want what did you want to be when you grew up britney spears shut the fuck up (laughs) did you (laughs) really yeah i'm not kidding i when i was little i was like (laughs) i will be britney spears
0: and what did that actually you didn't want to be captive although i guess that's later britney though i'm so happy she's gonna be free what what did that mean like what did that actually look like in your brain
1: like dancing and singing and being on stage and being a pop star—that's what I wanted. I wanted to be a pop star. I would wear tutus to school, and I would, um, I would always play. I always had imaginary friends, and I would always like, <laughs> turn myself into different people. My parents used to call me Mildred because sometimes I would go into this like old lady thing. I just—I don't know. I was just—I was just a weird child. Did you feel strange growing up? Did you feel different? See, see that's the thing is I always just thought I was amazing. Like I, my mom tells this story and I think it probably fits perfectly. I would come home with a spelling test and I would get two out of 10 right. And I would come home so excited. Like, mom, look, look, I got these two right. Like, just so excited that I got the two that I got right and just not even looking at the ones I got wrong. You got 20 (laughs) percent. She'd throw it on the fridge. Yeah. Like, look at Nicole got two right. Yeah. Like, if I was excited, she was excited. But I think that was what was so funny is everyone had an awareness and I just thought I was great. (laughs) And you have good confidence now, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you are telling me a story today. I have no idea what, what's, truly, I have no idea what you're talking, <laughs> what you're going to tell me. So it's a surprise to all of us. Nikki, tell me everything.
1: This is a story I like to call The House of Lies. We'll
0: be back with Nikki Doobs right after this. Just don't.
1: I need to tell you a few things about how I was raised before we get into the story. Yes, ma'am. And I say that I was raised on lies, which sounds, (laughs) (laughs) which sounds terrible, but I had a very lovely childhood, but we were just always lying to each other. And I didn't realize that until I got older and started looking back at things Mm -hmm. and started uncovering all the lies that my mother told us to raise us. Um, so a few of the big lies that my mom told us, <laughs> we'll just cycle through the big ones. Yes. So um, when I was little, I had like these heart, this heart thing going on for about a year. And I was in and out of the doctors and they never figured out what it was. But my mom decided since we never knew she was just going to diagnose me with a heart condition. And so she told me I had a heart condition. Wait, in and real then, life, she told you this? Yeah. Because because it meant like no caffeine, no this, no that. And that's what the doctor told me. And she was like, well, in order to get Nicole to follow all these rules, I'm just going to tell her she has a heart condition. So I went for so many years through college and I was like, mom, why did you never tell me that I wasn't actually ever officially diagnosed? And she was like, well, I didn't want you to do cocaine. (laughs) And I never did. I've never touched cocaine because I've always thought that I had So she got me through the years where everyone was trying drugs and then finally told me.
0: By lying to you that you could go into (laughs) cardiac arrest? Yes. When did she tell you you didn't have a heart condition?
1: Like after college. Jesus. And then another lie in the same realm is my mom found out that kids at school were starting to try weed. Uh Uh-huh. And so she was (laughs) in the car with my sister and I and she told us, hey, do you guys, you guys know people are starting to smoke weed? And we were like, no, no, we don't know that. And she's like, well, I just want to let you know that if you smoke weed, you will shit your pants. Because she was like, it runs in our family. Your aunt tried weed and she shit her pants and your cousin tried weed and he shit his pants. And everyone in our family, when they try weed, they shit their pants. <laughs> and so... <laughs> So me and my sister never tried weed because we thought we were going to shit ourselves at the party. Did you check this on with any relative? <laughs> no. I think, like... This is I, so screwed up. Further into high school, I realized, oh, I'm not going to shit my pants. My mom just... My mom's like, yeah, weed speeds up your ta- metabolism, so if you smoke weed, you'll shit your pants. So, <laughs> so we never tried weed, have um, you, wait, wait, wait. When did you actually try the weed or I realize that seen, this was a big lie? Probably senior year of high school. Did you do it on the toilet? No, I think I just realized <laughs> my mom's freaking crazy. Um, did you get mad at her for lying to you? No, no. We never got mad. It was just sort of funny. Like we're all always like she told us if we get our ears pierced, they would sag down to our shoulders. What? Like she just. Yeah. Until we were 16, and she was like, oh, that was a lie. You can get your ears pierced now. You're 16. Like, just, just, just lied to, so we wouldn't do bad things, and then we'd be like, oh, that was a lie, now that you're old enough to understand.
0: <laughs> I can't believe your mother is such a liar. But it seems like the intentions
1: were good, but the methodology was curious. And then we were just lying to her. <laughs> so this is, So this is where my story comes in. So I was not allowed to stay at home alone because I couldn't be trusted to not throw a party. (laughs) 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 So whenever my parents went away, they had to get their 16, 17-year-old daughter a babysitter because I couldn't be trusted to not throw a party. Because I guess you had thrown a party in the past and they found out? Yeah, like they would go out to dinner and I would throw a party. Like I was just, I was just... The queen of parties. Uh, Okay. Okay. Yes. (laughs) And I would get in trouble, but then I would do it again. That was like the one bad thing I would do is I would always throw parties at my house. So my mom, (laughs) she used to have our neighbor watch me who is this older guy in his like 60s. And I was like, mom, he's creepy. I don't want him to watch me. Like, it's creepy. It's weird. And so she was like, fine. So her friend's daughter, Sarah, was a <laughs> junior in college, I think. Yeah. And she was like, hey, can you have Sarah come stay with Nicole while we're away on vacation so she doesn't throw a party? And so Sarah comes to stay with me. She's young. She's, like, barely even older than me. She's um, no business <laughs>
0: watching you, basically. She has
1: no business watching yeah, me. Yeah, you should be watching Sarah. Yeah. So she's out she's going to come over later that night and my friends and I are sitting around and we're like you know I think we could still throw a party. <laughs> so we're like brainstorming this party and we settle on a rodeo theme cuz it always had to be themed. Okay. So crafty, the five crafty. of us go to Party City, which is a, which is a trip. It's like 45 minutes away. You go is to Sarah party with C- you? No, no. Sarah's okay. out. I think Sarah's at her job. Sarah got to make a living. Sarah's got to make a living. So we go to Party City <laughs> and we collect all this rodeo-themed stuff. Amazing. Like, we And we go to Target and we buy ourselves shirts that we can cut up into rodeo costumes, whatever that means. How we did get, you get
0: the rodeo theme going?
1: I. You know what? I think we wanted to wear... It was really into wear those really short, really low cut jean shorts. Ah, uh, okay. So I think we were like, how do we work our shorts into this party? Right, work backwards. I get you. Yeah, got cowboy hats. We did the whole thing, <laughs> and we're coming home, and they're like, just text, just text her and say that we're having a sleepover, but we want to dress up. And I was like, okay. So I text the babysitter, and I'm like, oh my god, hey Sarah, um. Don't be alarmed. I'm having some friends over, and we're going to wear costumes. (laughs) So just don't be freaked out if you come home and we're wearing costumes. And she texts me back, how many friends? And I was like... (gasps) No, Sarah. I was like, like, five. And she was like... I'm sure she was like, oh, my God, she's throwing a party. So... She's like, she's we like, glad I whole, have
0: this other job.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We set the whole house up. We decorate it like a rodeo. We Im- we invite everyone. The boys go get alcohol. The boys used to, like two of them had a fake ID and they would drive around to everyone's house and get $5 from you. So they would go to everyone's house. They would drive for like two hours around the town collecting $5 from everyone. And then they would go <laughs> buy alcohol. <laughs> this is such suburban Childhood. This is suburban mom hashtag. Yeah. yeah. Suburban so, kid. The babysitter gets home and she walks in the door and she's like, Nicole, you're having a party. And I was like, um, it's just like a small, it's just like a small party. Um, it's it won't get out of hand. And she's like, she's like, it can't you can't have more than ten people. And I'm like... Like, she didn't say no. She was just, like, trying to manage it at that point. Right. Well, she's, like, a child. So what could she do? She's a child. Right. She's not even 21. (laughs) So this poor girl... Oh, God. People start coming over. We start drinking, partying. And then my boyfriend at the time comes over. And we find out that him and the babysitter are, like, BFFs. They used to party together. When she... Because he was older than me. She was a senior in high school and he was a freshman but he was on the hockey team so he hung out with the older kids. Okay, so your boyfriend is like Buzz with Sarah. Yeah, Buzz with Sarah. So then Sarah starts kind of loosening up and getting into the party a little bit. (laughs) Like an hour later all these people walk into the house and they're all college kids. And they're her friends. Sarah invited people to your party? (laughs) Because my boyfriend at the time started texting the people that they would hang out together. And he was like, come over, we're having a party. Sarah's here.
0: I can't believe Sarah's become the star of this party. Was
1: she wearing rodeo gear? No. Okay, well then you just were still the star. So that was the embarrassing (laughs) part then though, is that all the young kids were wearing costumes and the (gasps) older kids came in dressed Uh like super cool. And we're like, oh, my God, we're in cowboy hats. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> so this is where the story starts to get like, oh, my God, don't tell my mother. <laughs> so the party's winding down. It's the part of the night where, uh, like, all these people are smoking weed in the living room. Windows closed because you don't want the cops to come. Oh and God. like a hot boxing the house. And... Obviously, I didn't smoke weed because I didn't want to shit my pants.
0: I was going to say, are you shitting on the floor?
1: No, I'm not. I'm not shitting. I'm just sort of playing it cool because the babysitter is smoking weed in the living room. So <laughs> This is... What? <laughs> so she ends up, like, getting... T- like, she ends up, like, flirting with one of the guys. Like, I'm with my boyfriend. And it turns into the babysitter... I'm with my boyfriend in my twin-size bed. And the babysitter is hooking up with this guy in my parents' bed. (gasps) (laughs) And they sleep over. Are you kidding me? So we have, like, a couple in my sister's bed. We have me and my boyfriend in my room, babysitter and her guy in my parents' room. And we wake up the next morning and just kind of all walk out of the rooms like, okay. We have to clean
0: this house. This is this is insane. <laughs> Let me ask you a very private question. It's not that private. Mm-hmm. Were you having sex at this age at 16? Yeah. And the babysitter had sex in your parents' bed?
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is It's so bad. But you could see why I wasn't allowed to stay home alone. <laughs> 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 so we oh. we clean the house. We scrub it the whole next day. I think my parents Ugh. are coming home that night. We scrub the sheets. I know. I actually don't even know if we washed the sheets. I don't know if I had yeah. that knowledge <sighs> in me. I, oh, I actually have no idea. I think she probably did. I bet she probably didn't. But we clean the whole house. My parents come home. My mom's like, so how is it with Sarah? I was like, oh my God, I love her. She's so cool. I want her to babysit me all the time. <laughs> And was Sarah there when your parents came home? Yeah. And they like paid her and she left.
0: (laughs) Sarah got paid for sex is what
1: you're saying. Sarah got paid for sex. And my parents are still really good friends with her parents. And she's like, she's like a wonderful adult. You know, she's a yoga teacher and she's super into holistic everything. She's like, and they still know her. And so then she became the babysitter after that. Cause I was like, I loved her. She was so great. And my parents were like, oh, finally someone responsible to watch nicole who she likes
0: (laughs) did did your mother know that you had parties with sarah no
1: she really doesn't know this i don't think she knows but that's the thing (laughs) is she would never say if she knew like she she was one of those moms that was like i'll get involved if it gets bad enough but i just prefer them to lie to me so we don't have to deal with every little thing so i don't know if she knows What's your mother's name? Kathy. Okay. Are you cool sharing this with
0: Kathy that you have yeah, parties?
1: Yeah, I, I, that's why I'm like part of the reason I'm telling you. I want to know if she knows.
0: All right, Nikki. Let's call your mother. Hi,
2: hi Nikki. Kathy. Uh, hi. How are you?
0: I'm great. It's so I look like to... I just
2: ran out of a burning building, which it's not a burning building. It's just my parents' house.
0: Wait, your your parents' house?
2: Yeah, it's not actually burning. They just want to sick. Tell
0: like this? Or... "Yeah, yeah." Oh, go back. What did you do? <laughs> All right, I'm here. I'm so happy to see you. And the podcast, Kathy, as you probably know, is you know amazing, talented people come on and tell a story that their moms don't know. And okay, Nicole said you don't know this story. But she also said if you did know, you wouldn't have told her. So she's just going to give you a little log line and you will. I want you to be honest if you knew this.
1: Okay. so I told the story of when and I threw a party together at the house when she was babysitting me.
2: (laughs) She lied. She said you threw the party. My friend told me that got a taste of her own. Oh, my God. Got a taste of her own medicine because she was kind of fresh in high school. Was she in college when she babysat?
1: Yeah. She threw the party too? No, I threw the party and then she just invited her friends halfway through. <laughs> Wait, you knew about the party? You did know about the party.
2: I they, I knew about the party, but a year later, because Debbie told me that was so upset that you threw a party. She threw you under the bus. She didn't admit
0: to inviting her own friends. <laughs> Oh my god. See, Nikki, I told you she knew about that. Wait the party. a second, you're missing a tiny part of the story.
1: What? Oh. Oh my god. Okay. And and she slept with a boy in your bed.
2: Oh. <laughs> you see my sister. <laughs> oh my god. You know, I'm gonna be at her wedding soon. How am I gonna do that?
1: <laughs> yeah but it's not that bad when you really think about it When you think- it's
0: kind of bad <laughs> oh man it's kind of bad that's kind of bad tomato tomato all I hope Kathy is that do you think you
1: probably changed the sheets when you guys got home that's all no. I care about no I didn't no, why you, wasn't I? I, you I, must have because she was supposed to sleep over in my room yeah she was supposed to stay in your room oh she was yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, oh my God.
1: <laughs> we really didn't
2: have much control over anything, did we?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not, and that is so because Nicole was a good kid. Yes. Was she, she was. or was she wild? Um, well, I would
2: say that in some ways Nicole pushed the envelope. <laughs> I do have to tell you Perfect. a funny story, though. This is really funny. So there was this scandal about these girls in private school giving blowjobs to the boys on the bus. And they were young in middle school. (laughs) So I went to this lecture and everybody said, you've got to tell your kids about oral sex and all of that stuff. And so I told Michelle, her older sister, and Michelle looks at me and she goes, oh, my God, do I have to do that too when I get married? I said, no, 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 only if you get jewelry. And so that, she was looking at everyone's jewelry. And my sister-in-law's have so much jewelry. They're Italian. It was hilarious because Michelle's
0: eyes were just balls whenever she saw diamonds. Thinking these these women
1: are just sucking dick all day yeah. for these baubles. Michelle's looking at everyone's jewelry. They're sucking jewelry, balls for baubles. Like, what? just being like, I know what you did. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean... Kathy, is there
0: anything that you haven't told Nicole that you want to share? Oh, gosh. I
2: don't know if I can come up with anything off the top of my head because I, I think I really have
1: told them yeah. just everything. It only because- takes one glass of wine for her to spill. Yeah. And forget it if I've had a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Forget it after a bottle.
0: <laughs> what did you teach Nicole about the birds and the bees? Do you remember giving her that talk? um
2: do i remember well they did they they told them in school way too early my kids ready for the information so i i I actually don't remember an exact an exact talk i don't not with nicole
1: because she she would corn she would just corner us in places where we couldn't leave and just throw out bits of information to us (laughs) like if we if we were in the car She would just say something that she knew we would feel awkward about. And then we would just drive the rest of the way. And like when I was when she thought she thought that I was probably started having sex, I was in the shower and she walks into the bathroom and she goes, do you need to get on birth control? (gasps) And I was like showering. I'm like, maybe. And then I just went. She just took me to the doctor the next week and we never talked about it again. (laughs) How are you turning into your mother? Oh man, I honestly feel myself turning into my father. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like I'll will make I'll make certain facial reactions when people mm-hmm. say things, and I'll just be like, "Oh my god, I just did an impression of my dad, but it was me." the
2: The other thing that she's so much like him is my husband. Um, he can't when he walks into a place or if he's in front of, he. He's kind of like a horse and pony show when it comes to his uh, career. So he speaks in front of thousands of people, and he could never even imagine that one of them in the audience wouldn't like him. Like it wouldn't dawn on him. And my mother in law's like that too. That when whenever Nicole, my husband, or my mother in law get up in front of a lot of people i always know it's going to be amazing it's i never worry about it where you know if i was to get up in front of a lot of people i would be nervous but them nope
0: <laughs> nope just like <laughs> full just full self-confidence how did you learn this self-confidence
1: i had self-confidence i think you're just missing a social cue I she just thinks think- i'm missing a social cue <laughs> So you know what? I I had so much confidence, and then I think the industry, uh, hearing negative things so many times, I think I lost it for a while, and I was really kind of depressed and having like a lot of like mental health hurdles. When I finally realized that my stick, my shit stinks, but I feel mm-hmm. like I'm gaining back that confidence now that I'm realizing that I was just so much happier when I was blindly confident. Nick, are you a sociopath? No, Maybe Yeah. I have a couple. I have a couple bodies in my basement. A couple, but not too many. Is one of them Sarah's? <laughs> yeah, Kathy,
0: Nick. Yeah. I'm so happy that you were here today. Thank you for uh, Kathy, sharing
1: yeah. stories and uh, revealing lies. <laughs> Thank you. It's so fun. It's so full circle. I feel like to come on your podcast. And you know, I was like every time I would watch, go to your shows. I would always look at the people you hire to tell stories, be like, oh my God, someday I wish I would have a career where people ask me to come do this stuff. I'm like, maybe one day I'll have like an acting career and then I'll be in the show. And then, so this is like so cool. If it's not one thing. It's your mother.
0: Thanks for listening, my fam. Don't forget, hop on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating and a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you want. It really helps us get this podcast out to more people. And of course, we put so much work into it that that's what we want. Laugh, love, life. I don't know. Whatever you put on a pillow. I hate that shit. We will see you next week. Don't Tell My Mother is created, hosted, and executive produced by Nikki Levy, my daughter. The show is executive produced by John Cryer. Oh my God, I love him! And Lisa Joyner and Jody Zuckerman Weiner at Discount Sushi. Our producer is Liza Glukoff. Co-producer Andrew Condon. Mixed and edited by Donovan Bullen. Theme song by Donovan Bullen and Joe McKenzie. Distributed by Acast. Now go call your mothers. Just.